Oh, wait, we are. I just started recording. Right now? Mm-hmm. So all this is on tape? Yep. Perfect. Welcome to Live from the Humanoid. The Thanksgiving edition. Missing Kate Shade. We we love her. If anybody knows where she is, <laughs> send her our way. Send help. <laughs> so, Mal, what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Well, this was an interesting Thanksgiving for me because it was my first vegan Thanksgiving. Ooh, Molly, you're a vegan. I am a vegan. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Get out of here. We have. Did you go to Sarah Lawrence? <laughs> Yes, I did. I'm just looking for quality content in this podcast. Um, yeah, I'm a vegan, and so I didn't get to have a lot of normal Thanksgiving things. But I had a really good day, and people were really sweet and made me all kinds of vegan food, and it was awesome. Would you say that you're thankful for that? I'm so thankful for vegan food. <laughs> Great. And for the three houses I went to yesterday for three? Thanksgiving. Three? Three Shut up, Siri. <laughs> Um, yeah, I had three Thanksgivings yesterday, and they were all very fun and fulfilling. Vegan-friendly? Yeah. And vegan-friendly. That's really the world we should be working towards. And just Molly-friendly in general. Forgetting net neutrality, which one day will not make it possible for y'all to listen to this, but... <laughs> vegan-friendly. I hope you will spend the 10 or $15 that, that you'll have to pay to access SoundCloud or iTunes. We can make a promise that <clears throat> Life from the Humidor will always be free on the internet. Yes, it will. You may have to pay for the service that you... To download it. To but, download it, but... but our program will be We free. will never charge you to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Jeffrey, what was your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Well, it was a great day to rest. There was resting. Uh, That's good. We sorely need that. It's uh, the end of the year, and uh, as is always the case, uh, you know, we got our last show up by the skin of our teeth, as is often the case in the theater world. <laughs> yes. But, um... We're ready to ring in the holiday season and uh, the impending new year with a uh, uh, big Broadway musical that uh, you know brings our community together to uh, not only you know support live arts but also support the young people in this community. And um, no matter what exhaustion rings uh, over our heads, it's always uh, a nice time to sit back and reflect on everything that happened in the calendar year and uh, and what is ahead. Which for Thunder Bay Theater is quite is a lot, a lot. All of that, what happened this year and what's coming next year is crazy yeah, to think what, about. What has inspired uh, this Thanksgiving themed podcast is that you know it is considered by many the season for giving, and uh, as our year has uh, transpired and grown and developed, um, we've realized that we have a lot to be thankful for, we but have also so much to be thankful for, but also a lot to uh, plan for and hope for. Yep. <laughs> and um, so we want to talk a little bit about all the things that have transpired over the past year and, uh, you know, hopefully some of the things that our community and our, you know, not just the Alpina community, but the theater community and our, our personal network of colleagues and friends and family uh, are excited to hear about and what's coming up on the horizon. Um, and hopefully, you know, we can gain your support in whatever way that, uh, that manifests itself, yeah. whether it be by word of mouth, whether it be by patronage whether it be by uh you know a specific gift for the 2018 year we just want to um share our mission and share the excitement 
uh, of what we have to offer and, and, you know, what really is happening up north, if you will, uh, besides being salt-free. <laughs> I love that saying. We salt-free? Yeah, we were in the basket case today, and we just kept looking at those shirts. Shark-free, salt-free? Isn't that what it is? I've never seen those before, but I believe you that they Amazing. Exist. We're going to do some research after this <laughs> podcast, but, uh, yeah. Yes, the Great Lakes, um, if you didn't know, are... No salt. Shark-free and salt-free, apparently. That's right. Um, yeah. Well, and I will say, it is opening night right now. Get out of here. We are sitting in the humidor. In the middle of our first performance. In the performance. middle of our first performance of Meet Me in St. Louis, and we're listening to the beautiful high schoolers sing. 113 there. people. Thank you, Alpina. What up? Yeah, we're so excited to have a full house. It's always fun to kind of do the summer season and be packed every single night and then go through a little bit of a lower time in the fall and then have this show to end the year with lots of lots well, of patrons. Well, the weather's changing and it's everyone's hard. back to school <laughs> and there's football games and cheerleading and robotics and, you know, All chorus concerts. Stuff. And, I mean, it's, it's hard to compete, you know, in northern Michigan it where is. everybody pretends like there's nothing to do, but there's quite a lot. Um, and, you know, this year, this is one of the things we're going to talk about. You know, we took some risks with our programming. We took some... We uh, did. You know, one of the things that we really tried to do this year was was focus on programming that was not just entertainment-based, but also educational-based. And I think that, you know, we saw the uh, the pros and the cons of that mm-hmm. in several and it ways. Is, we have to grow into that a little bit. I think people are still coming to see us as a, as a consistently professional and high-quality place, and I think that that takes a while to... To trust, <laughs> trust your money and your time when you come to the theater if you're seeing a show that you've never heard of. And what does that um, big P word even mean? Professional. Yeah. Figuring out what that means. So let's start from the beginning. 2018. Um, what was the first thing that happened? You mean 2017. Oh my gosh, thank you. My, you can see where my brain is at after <laughs> directing my eighth and final production of the year. Um, well, I wasn't even here. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Well, is kind that of. At the start of 2017, we as an organization decided that it was time to uh, start taking ourselves <clears throat> in, uh, in a different direction, and we hired a managing director. Hey, that's me. Can you believe that that was a year ago? That's crazy. Is it, it's, it's literally insane. It's pretty funny because Jeffrey actually came <clears throat> to my school to see um, Sarah Lawrence by the way for those of you who don't know <laughs> Sarah Lawrence, uh, Sarah I Lawrence, Sarah Lawrence. College um, um, to see a show that that my best friend and I directed um, and my best friend worked here a couple summers ago and so Jeffrey and, and him are really good friends and there's no need for um, anonymity his name is Aiden Cleary his name is Aiden Cleary he's currently on tour with Charlie Brown Christmas Live national tour woohoo he went to Sarah Lawrence just he for, also went to Sarah Lawrence um, but we directed Carousel last year and Jeffrey came mm. and um, uh, a big purpose of the trip, I think, in Jeffrey's brain was to convince me to apply for this job. <laughs> yeah, all of my decisions in life are surrounded by Molly's impetus to, you know, which way she goes in life. So that's true. true yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, you know, we knew Molly and Molly had expressed some interest in the job, but she had some reservations because she uh, would consider herself a director and actor first. And, you know, managing director is not either of those things. <laughs> that's um, correct. But one of the beautiful things, as we've continued to talk about at Thunder Bay Theater, is that you can kind of chart your own course. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that's really true of Alpina, yeah. as, as well as Thunder Bay Theater. So yeah, so that was kind of a fact-finding mission for yeah. everybody. And so a year ago, I put together my application, and when I got home for winter break, I interviewed a couple times. and Not with me, with the board of directors. With the board, and yeah, and then I, I got the offer, and I was very excited to have a job 
set in my fields before I even graduated. I'm so grateful for that. Um, I, I mean, I think that we all are. Yeah. Can be. And, <laughs> and I'm be. now having been here for six or seven months, very grateful to have, um, very glad I reflect on the, that the Ref- position. reflect on for me and our listening audience, mm-hmm. what it means to be able to come home and work in your field of study. Well, that's, that's, a big deal. I think, um, I think as a theater maker in general, getting a job right out of college that is full time, that does provide housing and that does provide a a wage that I can live on is just astounding. Um, most of my colleagues who I graduated with are in New York, pounding the pavement, trying to find work. Um, and a few of them also accepted kind of positions like this. And it's really interesting talking to them and, and sharing our experiences. But, um, I was, that's this is not what I pictured myself doing right after I graduated. I was also going to move to New York and um, and audition and propose shows to direct and all of that kind of stuff. And um, but I think coming back to Alpena from from New York is a very also an interesting way to <laughs> to move in that direction. I well, guess that leads me to my next question, which uh-huh. is, tell me what you see your impact being on this theater and on this community. Yeah, well, I think the way that Alpina is moving right now, and I'm not the only one who thinks this, is um, we're we're such an arts hub right now, which is so interesting to me because I feel like when I went to high school here, it was not like this. Um, Four or five art galleries, two theaters, one professional, one community. You have the local theater uh, club at the high school. You have, you know, the Besser Men's Chorus. You have the Alpina, the Thunder Bay Arts Council Chorus. You have... um, all of this fine arts and performing arts and and so much is happening here and so much is being cultivated here and yet there's no arts curriculum at the high school the the acc players are back up and running i mean just there's there's so many people in this community who are clearly saying we want we need the arts um and yet for whatever reason you know I, i i you know i'm I, I work at the high school sometimes. I know it's not out of a lack of wanting. Right. I'm certainly not beca- making any accusations. It's just, it's fascinating to see mm-hmm. um, what's happening. But please continue. No, it's also really interesting to see, to kind of step into that halfway through. Um, because, you know, New York City is, is an arts haven. Um, and, and almost everyone who lives there who has the means to experiences art on on the regular um and, and appreciates think, art and, and appreciates and, art and yeah. i would say you know there aren't too many beginner <clears throat> art enthusiasts in the big city right you know right. and that can be true of any big city right um you know and although alpina is a big city in its own right <laughs> no sarcastic winking going cough, on cough. behind the phone um <laughs> you know it's there's different challenges here than there are there in the are, big city. There are, and it's really interesting to kind of see people who have never considered themselves art appreciators or connoisseurs or whatever word you want to use, and they're starting to go to the art galleries for opening receptions and come to the theater and go to concerts and go appreciate sculptures and paintings and things like that. And that's a really fun place for me to be, um, to kind of join this wave as it's coming through Alpina um, and, and help, I guess, create this community that's going to really support and love its artists. Well, and I, you know, I think of, you know, I very specifically asked you what you, you believe your impact has been. Mm-hmm. And I think about how this whole position, which has n- not been 
established at Thunder Bay Theater for quite some time. How that even happened, and without the support of the Michigan Council for Arts and Cultural Affairs, mm-hmm. th- this would have never been possible. Right. You know, um, again, we, we started off this entire podcast talking about giving. And, uh, you know, a grant is just as much a contribution, yes, uh, contributed revenue as mm-hmm. is an individual donation or uh, an individual's contributed revenue. Mm-hmm. And I think about, you know, if, if the statewide arts organization is willing to take a chance on us and, and see the value in this position, because that was one of the things that we were very specific about. Right. That's what we were going to do with that money was mm-hmm. create this new position. And it's only shown profits both uh, culturally and economically, right. uh, fiscally. Um, you know, w- without that contributed revenue, that is just one example. Right. Molly's uh, existence at Thunder Bay Theater is one example of what a contribution or a gift can do at a small nonprofit arts organization, right. especially in Alpena, Michigan. Right. So that's what I think about. You know, I as as Molly's coworker and um, you know partner, confidant, along with uh, Paige, Mm -hmm. you know, I think about the difference that this year has been in regards to having three brains in the think tank rather than one, having three voices in the communication chain Mm -hmm. between the board of directors, between the employees, between one another. um, And with the community as well. And with the community. Mm -hmm. It's just, we, we take for granted the daily operations of, yeah. of everything in our day to day lives. And we don't realize the impact mm-hmm. that, that a simple gift, whether it be the presence of an individual or, or a small amount of money or a large amount of money or, or a new program or, yeah. or, or, or words of guidance mm-hmm. or, you know, even just our board of directors saying, yes, we understand that this position is needed and right. yes, we're going to pursue it. Um, so encouraging. It's encouraging. And, and the impact is, um, overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, we've been able to do so much this year and it's simply because our board of directors said, yeah, we believe in this. Right. And then we had, you know, the council for the arts and cultural affairs say, yes, we believe in this. And we support this. And, yeah. and that almost makes us work harder in that regard because we have people saying, yes, we believe in what you're doing and we believe in your pursuit of your mission, mm-hmm. which I think leads me to the next, you know, thing that happened in 2017, yeah. <laughs> which is uh, our educational initiative yeah. and our family fundraiser, our, our, our spring children's <laughs> gala, which uh, we're very excited to announce for the first time ever, is now becoming an annual event. Uh, yeah. We are already in the pre-planning stages for our second annual family fundraiser, uh, which is going to be Robin Hood themed, uh, which is coming up and is in direct support of our educational initiative, TBT Squared, which stands for Thunder Bay Theater Theatrically Based Training. Mm -hmm. Um, And that program in and of itself has exploded Mm -hmm. wide past our, 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 you know, initial thoughts and dreams. Um... You know, for those of you who don't know, there's a lot of material to read about it online, but essentially Thunder Bay Theater Squared, TBT Squared, uh, is a four-point program to ensure that any student in the Alpinta, in, in Alpena County, or even, you know, the Northeast Michigan region, if they want to come and find us, we will take them. Uh, we want to make sure that they are being taken care of in their pursuit of the arts in their lives, whether Mm -hmm. that be pursuing it at a secondary education level or whether it's just as a hobby or all of the things in between. Uh, You know, the the introduction through our annual youth production and our educational tour, which already in its second year is looking like it's going to be serving close to 10,000 kids in the northern Michigan region. We are so excited about that. We are about 50% of our way to reaching our funding goal to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is over three times the amount of 
yes, that we and, served the you last know, we're, year. We're, we're expanding, we're growing, we are, uh, you know, it, it's, I, I can't even speak to how exciting it is mm-hmm. growing. Um, Which I think speaks to what we just talked about of this wave of people appreciating the arts and knowing that they serve students and and older people um even as just a fun thing that you go to in the classroom and an aid in learning well um, which is super exciting for me to see that that we can use the arts even for people who are like oh my gosh i would never get on stage or i would right. never pick up a paintbrush but they can still appreciate that and learn from it um and well, starting with with young kids which is so exciting exactly you know and and in addition to the expansion of the educational tour in 2018 we are going to be starting the thunder bay or the tb squared vocal academy we have a new resident music director uh who has moved to the 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 area he's going to be teaching voice lessons in two semesters throughout 2018 which we're so excited to roll out and make the community aware of it's going to be an audition based vocal academy mm-hmm. and to really s- prepare students for college and a- for again, going to the arts summer in, camps in, yeah. we're rolling out summer camps this year uh for kids you know right now our entry level is kind of 10 years old this summer we're going to be looking at you know kindergarten through that high yep. school level age <laughs> group um you know and then obviously with what we're going through right now literally right now the performance yeah. you know our annual high school production um you know all of those new things you know tbt squared started last year and now we're already adding programming and right adding opportunities and adding educational opportunities for these kids to get them ready for college i've started to be able to find time to go and see our students who are succeeding at the mm-hmm. Michigan universities and down, uh, you know, all over the country in, in the programs that they're in. I mean, it's, it's over, it's, it's humbling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, if we didn't have those first few people who said, wow, I love this program. I love this initiative. Right. I believe right. in this tour. Where would we be? We'd still just be artists with a dream rather than, right. um, you know, administrators with a purpose and a goal mm-hmm. and uh, the resources to execute it. So lots and lots of things to look forward to. Lots of great reasons to attend that family fundraiser to support the summer camps, the vocal academy, the educational tour, the annual youth production <laughs> and, you know, the annual high school show, which we mm-hmm. love doing. And, you know, um, that's in my opinion, and I know that Molly shares this opinion, as does Paige share this opinion, the administrative staff shares the opinion that even though we are a professional theater, if we are not serving our community first, Mm -hmm. then we are not pursuing our mission. Correct. And that is the whole point of the educational initiative in TBT Squared and focusing on these kids and making sure that we are taking care of them to the best of our abilities. Mm -hmm. And, And they're learning so much. I mean... Other than just how to be a Not, theater artist. I was going to say. I but mean, they're learning teamwork. They're learning confidence. They're learning how to communicate their ideas and how to communicate their feelings. And they're learning how to relate to people. Critical thinking. Um, thinking outside the box. Which is a lot of stuff that's really hard to learn in the classroom. Pursuing their dreams. I mean, that's you know such a novel concept. <laughs> Especially for kids who are growing up in a town like Alpena where there's not a lot of arts um, in the schools. And it's, and it's kind of you have to pursue it with all you have to get... Uh, even a little bit of experience and in it. Much um, like Molly, the fact that we have the opportunity to retain them. Right. Go study for a while, come back and sharpen your teeth at home. Exactly. Like, I know not everybody wants this, but you have the ability now in Alpena to prepare yourself for college, go to college, and then come back and see your parents on the weekend, but live at the right. theater and do what you love and do it well. 
and you know make mistakes and and learn about yourself and about others and about communicating in this world i mean it's while getting good credits on your resume yes too, of which course is, which, which is, is really awesome well, you know <laughs> almost the most important part of an actor's job in the first right. five years outside of right. school is just finding theaters that value your work and want to give you the work yeah. that you know you can you can uh, achieve so education is a big thread that goes through everything we do here. And it's really fun for me to jump into that part of it. Yeah. I love education. Obviously, I just came out of the, the education system. And I'm. it's been so fun to watch the high school students really closely this, this year and see just how much joy they bring into the rehearsal room. And they're like, we get to come here every day. And Absolutely. it reminds us that... that we we're doing what we love as our job, um, which is sometimes it gets muddled and sometimes we're like, we've been working for 60 or 70 hours this week and we're tired well, and there's lots of stuff happening. But when we see the joy, I think on the, on the kids faces, especially our really young ones, and they're just so happy to be on stage and to be singing. It's like, this is why we do this. Well, I think about, I mean, this is another great segue to the next big thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, in our season, uh, our, our our annual calendar, you know, we're talking about uh, reaching individuals who don't even know right. that they need to be reached or that they right. want to be reached. And um, that leads me to the summer. And I think that the hallmark of our summer was our outdoor performance. Yeah. Our fir the first ever live Broadway musical presented for the community outdoors in public for free. And for those of you that haven't seen the picture on Facebook or heard from the thousands of people that were there, <laughs> right. uh, you know, this past summer, True North Radio Network, as part of the summer concert series, welcomed Thunder Bay Theater as, as one of the presenting acts. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge success, so much so that this is now going to become, as we understand, an annual yeah. tradition with True North Radio Network. Um, and again, that whole idea started from making a phone call because true, uh, true North radio network posted something in February about, Hey, we need ideas for acts. Right. And what has happened has become just this whirlwind of community support and, mm -hmm. and thanks. And, and people saying, Oh my gosh, I, you know, felt more or received more from this performance than I ever thought. And I need to make theater a priority in my life. And I experienced this wide range of human emotions and also saw these talented people dancing and singing and um, and we as artists really at beautiful. the professional theater we understand the value of the arts to a certain to a degree that i think most don't because we've decided to devote our lives to it mm -hmm. but that performance alone gave our performers a perspective on what community-based programming means right. and is i mean we were doing west side story which is a racially charged uh production for a community that is majority if not only you know, Caucasian, mm -hmm. you know, to show them <clears throat> the differences and the conflict and the mm -hmm. violence that stems mm -hmm. from, you know, diversity, I think was only that much more important. Right. And leading up to the production, we kept saying, well, we hope it's going to be good. We hope people show up and to see how people well it was spilling over yeah. the hill. And when, you know, at the very end of the play, for those of you who don't know, uh, Tony dies. Um, Spoilers. <clears throat> to hear an audience of, th of uh, I don't know, one, two, three thousand people be completely silent. Mm -hmm. And then all of those people rise to their feet in Little Alpena, Michigan, is, is again, humbling and thought-provoking. Yeah. And it just makes you sit back and question and realize the power that the arts hold. Mm 
mm-hmm. in any community across America. To change any sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, as, as, as artists who, again, devote our lives to this, that seems to be what we're all trying to do. Right. Even if sometimes we get sidetracked by money and fame and, you know, yeah. credits and, yeah. you know... Um, and experiences like that and all of these educational initiatives and working with our summer core company and our and our actors who come in that's what makes us realize that oh what we're doing is so important and it's so much more than than and it's the all money about... and the fame and all of that stuff it's all about sharing love and sharing dialogue and starting dialogue chances. and taking chances we had no yeah. idea that was going to be successful on our end or on the on true right. north's end true north got together brain trust said we're going to take a chance it could right. be awful there could be 10 people that show up right. we said we're not bringing over our full set. We're we don't right. have all of our microphones. We don't. We have never performed on a concrete stage. We're just gonna wing it. We're gonna I mean, try we it. prepared appropriately, <laughs> but, but we're gonna just try it and see if it works. Yeah, we're gonna go for it because our community we assessed needed it. It was mm-hmm. a you know needs based performance, and again, getting back to the theme, I am so thankful. Yeah. that True North was giving of their time and their opportunity to us and that we were able to give back to mm-hmm. our community and because thankful of that. for the core company who said okay we're gonna do it of no matter what happens that was a really amazing group shout out to you guys summer core company woot woot we miss you um, yes <laughs> well that was uh, yes I was we do we do need to there. take a pause we because too. we are uh the trolley song just ended and for those meet me in st louis fans out there you know that that means that act one is over so we need to go sell some uh some some pop we need to sell some m&ms uh talk to our wonderful patrons and we will be back we'll be as back. soon as we're done to talk about the second half of 2017 and what's on the horizon for 2018 Woo. Woo. we're back hey so <laughs> where did we leave off we just finished talking about west side story live at the band show in concert in concert on live at the humidor yeah, and we do have a really great podcast from that day, which was... We do. You should listen to it. It's really fun. Hit the archives. <laughs> I mean, Molly you should have already one. listened to it, because, you know... Right. You're our parents, so... So what What was the next big thing that happened in 2017? <sighs> post... I mean, the summer was a huge success. The summer was a huge success. And I would say the fall has been a huge success, too. We've just had smaller audiences sure uh which you is kind of normal I, there I are some inherent challenges with uh selecting programming mm-hmm. for an audience um for any specific audience right you know i don't want to i don't want to pigeonhole alpina or anything right. like that um so the first show we did this uh fall was songs for a new world you know and 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 in actuality there's really nothing special about that uh it's right. a great musical you know written by jason robert brown for very, very talented actors yeah. um and, you know, sometimes you just do shows and they don't have a lot of people that come to them. Right. But everybody who came to it said it was great. Yeah. And, and that's what's I important is, is uh, Molly was speaking earlier about consistency mm-hmm. and dependability. And, you know, um, again, that big P word that we always hate to throw around, uh, even though it's, you know, really, in, in our opinion, you know. Important. Important. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good word for it, you know. Um, it was a show that had professional quality and consistency in regards to the sets, costumes, lights, performances. And, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You and know? sometimes people just, and I think this is what also what we were talking about earlier, is um, it's hard as, I think, especially an audience who isn't that familiar with the theater to spend the money, to spend the time coming to the theater to see a show that they've literally never heard of. 
Um, Disposable income is fleeting for everyone. For everyone. And to, to say, well, songs for a new world, huh? Four actors? I don't, mm, songs I don't I know. Songs I don't know. Songs I don't know. Coming to all the way to the theater, paying the money to see the show. Especially after I just saw all three shows in the summer right. and I'm excited about Meet Me in St. Louis. And Right. So I think that that's part of the challenge that we're still working on is getting people to see the theater as uh, a necessary part of their lives and seeing seeing coming to every show as a necessary part of their lives um absolutely which is which is the challenge that we're trying to figure out how to how to navigate i think um and i, I think can't that put that any better with, yeah. yeah i think that comes with just building our community and building the value and importance of the arts in people's lives and speaking of necessities and um shows that uh do just that uh we started our shakespeare project this year to quite the uh quite the spectrum yeah. of of love and hate yes uh, <laughs> yes I, I and me as the artistic director who uh you know established this this five-year plan to produce shakespeare in a community that hadn't had it for a decade in new and uh, hopefully exciting and thought-provoking and outside of the box ways i am so flabbergasted in the most positive way possible about mm -hmm. what has happened because um surrounding hamlet you know based on the numbers it actually was a pretty average uh fall show mm -hmm. it's not like people hated it and it's not like people were oh my gosh running to the theater because they had to see it uh you know which is a good thing especially when you're yeah. making projections you know to kind of stay right online with on those the average, yeah. but what happened is that it got this community in a tizzy my goodness. Yeah. There were some really positive things. Should we start with the positive or go to the negative? I mean, we could, we're going to hit both of them. What Let's should we do? Let's start with the negative and go to the positive. Amazing. So, Well, um, actually, before we do that, I think that it's important to not use those words, negative and positive. Okay. Because I think that, I think that this show, and we've talked about this a lot, is a really good example of artists exploring things. Sure. And deciding to pursue some kind of artistic vision or storytelling or variation that very well may not work or may not be the best or like may not be good quote unquote but like what does that really mean because how do you judge the good or bad of art because well, it's, it's art. all subjective um so i think that's really important is like some people like you said came to the show and were like this is the best thing i've ever seen it's so great and some people are like this is the worst thing i've ever seen so, it's yeah. so bad so and i so, guess i would use the p and the n word just in regards to what we would associate with the reactions totally not that they were incorrect or correct totally. or that they were valid or invalid totally. but simply that some people reacted negatively to sure. the show and some people reacted very positively sure um <clears throat> And we created quite a firestorm on Facebook and in the Alpina News for uh, <laughs> trying to smush together uh, the world of Hamlet and the world of Alice in Wonderland. And I think mm -hmm. it's a great thing. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, there was a uh, relatively scathing letter in the Alpina News um, from an individual who uh, apparently, you know, is familiar with Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. um, and was not supportive of the way that we produced it. Yeah. And, you know, it was very funny as the artistic director and the director of the production. Everybody came to me, whether it was via Facebook or phone yeah. call or text message. or they, You know, when people come and see me at the theater and it's not because they're seeing a show, I know that something is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they were checking in with me and making sure that I was okay and that we were okay. And, you know, to be honest, I am just excited that we are talking about Shakespeare. In the, Alpina in the news. local yeah. Alpina news mm -hmm. for the first time in a decade. Yeah. I don't care if people think that my work is poop. 
I am just excited that people are talking about it. Yeah. And I am excited, you know, because guess what? I hope that more people come to find out what's really going on when we do Romeo and Juliet at a football tailgate next year between <laughs> Michigan and Michigan State. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I, I do not. I do not produce work because I want people to like me. Right. I produce work because my community needs it. Right. And, and because, also because you're interested in it as an artist. Of and course. I think that's yeah, what I was saying earlier. I think even I mean, to be very frank, we've had lots of discussions about the validity of these concepts. Positive and, and negative. Positive and negative and I'm not the one who's like, yeah, Jeff, these are great ideas. But that's okay. I see the reason why he's choosing this and I see the reason behind his thought process and I think that that's really beautiful and another thing that we learn when we work in the arts and in the theater is this spirit of collaboration where you may not agree 100% of the time but you can see how someone could come to that conclusion and you can follow them and support them in their work even if it's not what you would have chosen well and with the Shakespeare project my whole purpose my whole goal my personal mission is to inspire someone who would not come to see a Shakespearean play to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. I feel like I owe that to William Shakespeare. Yeah. Now, some people have told me that I should not need to do anything to accredit or validate the work of William Shakespeare. But in my opinion, those people are not listening to my community and to right. my audience. Which I would agree with, but also those people don't necessarily live in Alpena. And that's okay. And that's fine. And, and their I think... opinion is valid, even if it is negative. Correct. <laughs> so, you know, again, to my point, if someone loves Shakespeare, they're going to come see Shakespeare because it's Shakespeare and they are familiar right. with it. Right. But for someone who is completely unfamiliar with Shakespeare, and we have a lot of people like that, mm -hmm. some of the most... Uh, outgoing comments, some people who have, you know, aggressively come to me to talk to me about mm -hmm. the show have said, I don't understand Shakespeare and right. I don't remember reading it after high school. But guess what? I completely understood why the Mad Hatter said to be or not to be. And I said, right. That's the frickin' point. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exciting. And I think another um, really feather in the cap of, of our expansion here is that we're trying these things that are still consistent and high quality that people get excited about, again, positively and negatively. They know that they're going to be getting $18 worth of a performance, whether they agree with it or not. That's right. the beauty of and art. And I think that that's a really cool step to take our theater in because I think... It hasn't been that way. It hasn't been that way. And also to produce things constantly that we know our community is going to like and that are happy and kind of fluffy is is fun but also that is not the purpose of a non-profit exactly and it's that's also not also... the purpose of a, of a of a of an arts organization of this nature right if i was just worried about the bottom line i would only produce happy music the marvelous wonderettes right four times a year right which by the way we love the marvelous wonderettes it's coming back get excited alpina <laughs> however however what am i doing for my community if i'm only entertaining them right if i'm not educating them and I'm not saying that like I have the perspective that everybody needs to be learned on. No. I'm saying I need yeah. to present work. We need to present work. From lots of different angles and perspectives. and Because we did right. West Side Story in a conceptual manner that was not like the original. Right. And everybody loved it. But as soon as, the, as, soon as Hamlet put on a big hat and Horatio <laughs> put on rabbit ears, everything went crazy. Yeah. Now, to the positive mm -hmm. reactions. We are so honored and flattered and humbled that our local downtown development authority has agreed to a five-year project and plan that they are going to produce every one of our Shakespeare projects and our Great American Play Project productions or our educational tours 
outdoors in the public for our community for free. And Which is so cool. We, I mean, again, this kind of stuff doesn't happen in Alpena. Right. This kind right. of stuff is not supposed to happen right. in a small lakeside tortoise town right. in the middle of Michigan. It's just right. not supposed to happen. And it's, it is. And that's been really exciting and encouraging to see. I mean, we had 110 or 120 people come to that. Um, While there was a Michigan State game going on. So yeah, I call that a huge win. Of Hamlet. And, and those are, you know, over 100 people who either have never stepped foot in the theater before, weren't going to come see the production anyway, and, and, and they half saw of those, it. And half of those patrons were students, right. which is the which point. Which is so exciting to have Shakespeare being put up actually on its feet the way that it was intended to and be to, And to answer the question, why is Hamlet portrayed as the Mad Hatter, that is the point. Right. Because throughout the entire process, and throughout the entire project over the next five years, the purpose is... To continue to ask the question, why mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. and where did this come from? Right. Because if, I, if we're producing Hamlet as it is done on every stage across America, then people are going to come see it and walk away. But I'd rather have someone say, well, why did you do this as opposed to the other? Why would you, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Why would you do this? My answer is why not? Right. And also here's my perspective we may disagree. I think, again, this is like an important skill that I think in our world today we really need to learn is how to have a conversation with someone that you disagree with, but still come out saying, okay, let's work together to make this amazing. Right. And I think that that's so cool. And that's what I learned from the whole Hamlet process was how to support someone and how to really listen to someone that you don't agree with and how to come out of that game together on the issue even though you're like this is not what i would have chosen but i'm still supporting you and what you're working on i'm helping you get it done and i want it to be successful and we're all still Um, alive and whether people want to admit it or not we're better for it right and so i think that that's the real i think joy of this whole experience that we had with that show was that we we did we tried something which we never get to do which we never get to do which is so fun i mean the theater even though there's, it's mainly nonprofits, has become such a commercial business. Right. And mm-hmm. to be able to say, no, 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 this is about the process. This right. is about the questions after, not the answers during. Mm-hmm. I mean, across the board, Shakespeare enthusiasts and not said they understood what was happening. Right. And that it was clear. And the poetry still lived on. And that's really important. <laughs> Obviously and and as the director, obviously, I am very passionate about this mm-hmm. because it is, you know, my brainchild. You know, right, I mean, right. it was steered by our board of directors, you know, mm-hmm. who were concerned about selling tickets for, right. which is very valid. And that's their job, honestly, to you know, <laughs> curb us when we get a little I too... <laughs> want to still produce the best productions mm-hmm. of each of these plays, right. but I want to set them in a world that seems unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. And again, when people ask why, I say, why not? Right. And I know that I can justify my why with right. X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. Yeah. I'm not working at Thunder Bay Theater in Alpena, Michigan to do everything by the book. Right. Which this is a I would war. argue we shouldn't do well, everything right. by the book. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> so anyway, I think that we learned a lot through Hamlet, and uh, I'm excited and to And bringing see... it back to the, the point and back to the theme of mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, Yeah. I am thankful that I had a board of directors that was willing to take my desire to produce Shakespeare in this community and work with you and, it, yeah. and, and work with us mm-hmm. to have the d- dialogue and the debate right. and the, the differences 
and find a way to make it work for all sides involved and to our community for right. supporting it right. and to our downtown development authority for giving us again mm-hmm. the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean, <sighs> these things don't just happen. Right. You know, we could easily do a free performance and like maybe 30 people show up, but without the support of the DDA and without the marketing from both organizations, we had 110 people come and enjoy free Shakespeare one night right. in Alpena, Michigan. Which is amazing. That is still mind-numbing. Yeah. Because three years ago, that wasn't happening. Right. You lived here when? Five years ago. Five, yeah. six years ago, you were mm-hmm. you were born and you know, well, you weren't born, but you were you you went through a big developmental part of your life here. Mm-hmm. How many times did you get to go see free professional theater in Alpena? Uh, not many. Exactly, <laughs> and on any. top of that, Shakespeare. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. 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 And that's really that's again that's this wave of of what we're all Forward kind of jumping into and... of of appreciating these things, even if it's not. What we grew up with, or even if it's not our favorite thing, maybe we love football, but like not you can the also way love that Shakespeare. we wanted to do it, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so that's really exciting, and I'm excited to see what happens with our, the next four shows. They're gonna be great, um, and I, yeah, I just think it's gonna be really fun to revisit Shakespeare. I mean, obviously, we're two people who love Shakespeare, <laughs> right, and have a deep emotional connection to it. But I think it'll be really fun. But if we made one person, we had about 450 people come and enjoy mm-hmm. this production. If one of those people now loves Shakespeare and is now going to come and see that I mean I know that our actors in the show I mean we it was a it was a cast of half professionals half high school students mm-hmm. I had one high school student who came to me and her mother came to me and said uh she hated Shakespeare before right. she did this production and now she loves it and I said then I did my job right exactly I am not doing this job for the critics right. and for you know I'm doing it for the people who want it mm-hmm and hopefully we, we continue to develop more people who want right, it. Right, right. Yeah. But if we don't, we'll keep doing Oklahoma. We'll keep doing... Meet me in St. Louis. West Side Story. <laughs> yeah. Because we can do both. Right. And they can both be great. Right. Exactly. But you don't have to want and like both. Right. That's the beauty of art. Totally. And that's another reason why we are a year-round theater with exactly. a programming calendar. Um, so if you want to pick and choose, obviously we want your support year-round, but if you do want to pick and choose, that's totally okay. We support um, that. We support that. And we, we love want that. you to come to any show of the year. <laughs> right. Um, and, and engage with us in what we're doing in those shows. Anyone yeah. engaged in the arts. In any way. In any way. <laughs> Whether it be one show a year, eight shows a year, three shows a year, just the musicals. Thank you for engaging in the arts, especially (laughs) in Alpena, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. So, and we already talked a little bit about Meet Me in St. Louis, so. Yeah, but what else did we launch this fall? (gasps) Something so important that I've literally put my last six months of my life into. (laughs) That's why she forgot about it. That's why I forgot about it. Um... So, yeah, so we launched our capital campaign, um, which has been a really a huge learning process for us and also really exciting to see people, um, again, this support that's coming for the theater and that's been cultivated. Um, and so basically what we're doing is we love the building that we're in. 
we love its history. Um, we love its quirks for the most part. Um, but it's we'd it's, like to eliminate some of. But the quirks we'd like to eliminate, and yeah, so that and, they stop inhibiting our rehearsal process right. and our production process and our actors' living <laughs> right, process. Right. You know, um, I can't imagine. We are very proud to be the year-round theater of Northeast Michigan. However, during these winter months, when we're still working with fifty-year-old uh, windows that have no insulation right. in them, I'm not very proud of that. Right, I, I, right. I I feel very badly for my performers right. and my professional staff that live at the theater. Yeah, and I mean, this is kind of back to that, back to the books and back to making ends meet. Um, and so there definitely has to be a healthy balance of these experiments and of uh, ticket sales and making sure we're being fiscally responsible. But um, this, we love this building and we're so grateful to, to own it as an organization. Um, but it is quite literally falling down around us. And we want to stay here, and we want to be downtown on the north side of Alpena. Very important. We want to be why people cross the bridge. Right. In addition to the other great cultural icons that are over here, and the restaurants and the other businesses. But we want to continue to be a beacon, right. bringing business downtown on the north side. I right. That's a great way to say it. Yeah, and um, and we we have quite a few things that we need to, to improve upon. Um, not only fix, but also renovate and um, make... Make it a better experience for everyone who comes in our doors. So our, our professional core company who's, who sleeps and lives upstairs, like Jeffrey was saying, with um, some really old windows. It's very cold upstairs. Um, cracks in the foundation, leaks in the, foundation, in the apartments. Yep. As well as the lobby and the theater and... The um, exterior. And the exterior. All of these things that, that you all experience when you walk in the doors. The um, seats. We, we want to make all of those things grid. better. Yeah. And, and safe. And safe. And exciting. <laughs> we want people to know that they're walking in to the only year-round professional right. theater in Alpena. We want people to take pride in that. We want people to say, this is my theater. Right. This is our theater. Right. You know, and it doesn't have to be a competition, and it doesn't have to be, you know, a sense of looking over your shoulder or, or thinking about, you know, it's take pride in what right. we have right. and be thankful. There's that word again <laughs> that we have the opportunity to have these people and this theater right. and these productions, whether you love them or hate them or <laughs> somewhere in between, mm -hmm. you know, that is, that is our purpose. That is mm -hmm. our mission. What is our mission state that we are here to produce high quality, consistent productions augmented by our community for our community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Yeah. But we can't do it on our own. And we can't do it without a building that is serving us. Without um, theater ER, there is no theater RE. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so I, that's been a really exciting and, like I said, a learning process for me. But um, it's been really fun to see how the community already has come behind this. And people saying everything from, hey, I did this a couple of years ago and I have advice for you, to I want to donate to I really love let what you're know, doing. Let me know when the campaign gets, you know, more intense. Right, right. Let me know when someone with my kind of giving level is, is you know, most needed. Yeah. Um, you know, the theater, unfortunately, through the 80s and 90s, didn't call them capital campaigns, but had some emergency bailouts. Yeah, which were actually really beautiful. Um, I believe we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, but um, these phonathons that were, were hosted by the board of directors and some community members... Again, like Jeff said, like 
saved the theater. And that's such a cool thing to call upon and to say, community, you've saved us before, you've helped us before, you are have committed to us and supported us in the past. We're Can coming, you do it again? <laughs> well, but we're coming at a time when we are not in a state of emergency. Right. But we're trying to prevent that from happening. Exactly. You know, it's I, I would like to think that, you know, we are the sixteen year old child who right. has the keys to the car and says, No, 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 no. Let's go test drive again right. before you give me the keys on my own exactly. so that I don't crash the car. Right. There are very real problems in this building. Mm -hmm. It is, at, I mean, it is hundreds of years old. Yeah, yeah. It is hundreds of years old. It has been re-renovated several times over. Mm -hmm. And the last time that there has been any sort of structural or, you know, cosmetic improvements to this place is at least a decade old. Yeah. So we're due for an update. <laughs> we're due for an update, and we want to do it. We just need some help. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, and so in that vein, um, we are are still kind of developing things as we've been sharing this with people, but um, but with the new year, we're going to launch some more projects within the campaign that will really engage the community, um, and we're really excited for that. Um, right now, we're working on soliciting some larger donations, and we're selling naming rights for those. So... If you have always wanted your name on the outside of the Thunder Bay Theater, um, this is this is, this for is you. the opportunity. This is the opportunity, um, and that ranges from the entire building to the dressing rooms and the office. There's so many different things that you could put your name on. There's so um, many ways for so many people to become a bigger part correct. of this organization. Mm -hmm. Our patrons are our lifeblood. Right. But there's something different between just being a patron and being a donor. Right. And I don't say that because it serves me and it benefits me. I say that because I watch the way that our donors walk through this building. Mm -hmm. And I watch the pride that they have when and a show... ownership, yeah. When, when a show is at the band shell. Mm -hmm. And they say, ah, my money went towards that. Yeah. Or, you know, they see... And part of what is happening is, is something that I affected. They see the students... Mm -hmm who are going to college and they're related to the students and seeing how they come out of their shell from, you know, the right. age of 15 to the age of 18. There's something so great mm -hmm. about giving, right? Whether it be to the theater or to the church or to another nonprofit organization, right? You know, philanthropy is a way to do good for good mm -hmm. for yourself and for a mission that you believe in. Right. And again, our mission is to treat and serve this community mm -hmm. with the art that it so desperately needs. Mm -hmm. And that's what we hope people realize when they think about giving a gift for 2018 or for mm -hmm. the capital campaign or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I know that I also cannot think of a, of a more impactful gift, right. especially at this holiday season, mm -hmm. than one that could go to Thunder Bay Theater, which is at the turning point of our history. We have had a long 50 years. <laughs> it has yeah. been checkered. Uh -huh. And we are not um, we are not disillusioned by that. Right. We know that people have made mistakes, us included. Right. We know that people have had great successes, but we do know there's been inconsistency. Mm -hmm. And that is what we, Molly, myself, Page, the board of directors currently at Thunder Bay Theater mm -hmm. are ready to eliminate. Right. There is no more inconsistency at Thunder Bay Theater. Mm -hmm. You get exactly what you expect. Mm -hmm. We're going to be here for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to promise mm -hmm. that if you make a promise or a pledge to us, you're going to see it come to fruition. Right. Which is exciting for us, too. Um, because we love, again, again, that support that we felt and that people 
having the ownership and having the joy and pride of walking through the doors, um, that is so meaningful to us as artists and as patrons um, and as people who who get to, to hand over this gift that we've worked on for the community. And it's not just um, money. And it's not you know, just money at have, all. We no. have patrons who bake for our core right. company and they are probably more valued in the eyes of our professional right. core company than the people who make donations. Right. You know, we, we have their, a beautiful uh, team of ushers that comes in and, and volunteers their time to seat you all when you come to the theater. A select few who mm -hmm. cook dinner for us and either bring right. it to the theater or invite us over to your homes. Right. I mean, it's not just money. It's not it's, just money it, at all. It very rarely is it money. <laughs> right. You know, we know the kind of investment that it takes to come and see a show and all those things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, Thunder Bay Theater, are just ready to become a bigger part of this community's lives. Right. And we're just trying to find any which way that we can to right. communicate that, which yeah. is why we're doing this podcast, is because... Um, Obviously, as the artists, we understand our value in this community, mm -hmm. and we have our you know tried and true patrons and our donors who see mm -hmm. that, and we want to excite you and inspire you to be part of our family and yeah. to be part of our mission and to be part of what we're doing at Thunder Bay Theater because this is the beginning right. of the next great regional theater in Michigan and America. Wow, that was so inspiring. I hope so. <laughs> Folks, I think I need to go run out of the humidor because I'm like sweating and that was a lot yeah. for me. But like, We you will know. tell you about one quick thing that's coming up um, next Tuesday. And it's something that you've probably heard about. Um, it's a national movement called Giving Tuesday. Ugh. And it's really great after it's, it's Thanksgiving where you're grateful. And then we have Black this Friday. weird thing of Black Friday where we spend a lot of money. Um, well, we don't. We, well, we spend a lot of money on a lot of things or, you know, we spend right. very little money on one thing. <laughs> exactly. That we can't get any other time throughout the um, year. And then we revisit in this season of giving the spirit of... Um, supporting nonprofits and supporting these missions like Jeffrey was talking about of things that you really care about. Um, and so we're actually a part of Giving Tuesday for the, with the Community Foundation of Northeast Michigan. And we are partnering with, I believe, over 50 organizations Absolutely. in Alpena um, that are raising money for a variety of different causes. Um, and if you go to the Community Foundation's website, um, which I believe is cfnem.com. Org. org um, then you can see the list of organizations participating. You can make a donation on Tuesday. Um, and that will be split up among the uh, all of the organizations that are participating. So you're, you're supporting everything from... The uh, Humane the Society, the future of Alpina, <laughs> right? Period. To the theater, to um, to cancer research, to support groups, to the homeless shelter. All of those things are being supported. We're all in um, this together, right? Right. You know, um, we're not blind to the fact that you know there's a lot of great causes mm -hmm. and a lot of great missions, and we all need a lot of things in order to become well-rounded, right. effective members of society. Right. But you know, in our opinion. Obviously, a lot of that is centered in the arts yeah. and communication and yeah. sharing an experience with one another that isn't behind a screen, mm -hmm. that isn't, that, that starts a conversation mm -hmm. and doesn't end one. Right. That, you know, brings people together. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, on a Friday night in Alpena, Michigan, there are 113 people celebrating the work of 15 to 18 year olds mm -hmm. who attend Alpena High School yeah. and said, I want to sing and I want to dance and I want to be part of something bigger than myself. Mm -hmm. And that to me is why I'm in Alpena. Yep. 
That's why I plan to stay in Alpena. Yep. That's why I go through the 60-hour work weeks. And <laughs> on the day of opening, I'm painting uh, yep. arches on my set, <laughs> even though I'm the artistic director. You know, that's why. Mm -hmm. It's why I pull my hair out when I listen to the show and my 8- and 11-year-old want to whisper until opening night when their parents get yeah. here and they <laughs> scream their bloody heads off. That's why. Mm -hmm. It's because... Mm -hmm. It's important, and it's because this community, in my opinion, more so than others, needs us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that they want us. Right, right. And we want to be here for this community. Yeah. So I hope we've made it clear how grateful and thankful. I can probably go on for another two hours if you really humbled, want to listen. Humbled, humbled we are constantly. Um, and, I mean, Jeffrey and Paige and I sit in the office some days and we're like, can you believe that donor did that? awesome thing for us or that patron had us over to their house for dinner or that that person came, came through, in to or, fold programs right that and person... we sit there and we're like we are so humbled that people believe in what we're doing so much to support it on all of these different levels that board member came um, in and spoke on the phone for four hours right? with potential sponsors right you know. it's overwhelming um and we are so wow. thankful for all of that um, especially at this time of year when we can look back on such a successful and I would say overwhelming year for wow. our organization. Talk about, um, uh, you know, transition and growing pain right? and <laughs> learning, lots learning. of learning. Um, and we are so excited for next year. Um, and we are so excited to partner with you all. And I think that that is a great place to end is that, is that we're so grateful for you and however you want to be involved with us, we welcome that. Yes. Um, and if that's through monetary donations, donations of your time, coming to the theater, um, any of the things that we've mentioned, or just supporting us on, on social media or... We hope that this podcast inspires you to step over the edge. Yeah. If you were thinking about ushering or you were thinking about making a gift for 2018, mm -hmm. whether it be to the, the TBT Squared Educational Initiative, which will support the young actors in this community, or to the Capital Campaign, which will ensure Thunder Bay Theater's future in this community, or if it's just to our general, general operating fund, mm -hmm. which so drastically affects the quality of life for the amazing young professional performers mm -hmm. and technicians that come and share their talents with this community mm -hmm. when they can go anywhere in the country mm -hmm. we promise that your gift will not make a bigger impact in 2018 than one given to thunder bay theater yeah. and and we just we want you we love you we need you <laughs> um you know and we just want to share that love mm -hmm. and and share the art yeah that's why we're here yeah because we could be in philadelphia or new york or chicago mm -hmm. But I know that I make an active choice every day to be in Alpena, Michigan. Yeah. I know Paige does, and Molly, I know you do too. Because you just left here. New York yeah. City. Yeah. And you came from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are familiar with them and those of you who are not as familiar with them, you know that the people that we bring to this community who make up Thunder Bay Theater mm -hmm. feel the exact same way. Yep. And we just want to make you part of the family. And on behalf of everyone who has worked at Thunder Bay Theater this year, we thank you again for your support for coming to see our shows, for coming to the late night cabarets, for seeing us at the band shell, um, again, for your monetary donations, for your donations of your time, um, your old clothes that have become our costumes. Um, we thank you all for of all of those things. We are so grateful. Um, and yeah, we just, we hope that we'll be able to partner with so many more of you. To wrap it up. Year. To yeah. wrap it up. Don't forget about your Thunder Bay Theater stocking stuffers, annual season passes, <laughs> yeah. t-shirts, hats, and as always, we'll see you at the theater. <laughs> <laughs>